Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, episode number 51, which is brought to you with support from People's Bank, a locally owned and operated independent community bank since 1921. For a higher level of service for all of your banking needs, visit them in their flagship branch right here in downtown Everett at 2702 Colby. So Tyler, what's shaking? Hmm... Let's see what's new. I just got a happy light. I don't know if you've noticed that in our office. It's this super oh, mean, bright thing that yeah, just that, blinds that you huge, all day. <laughs> huge glowing orb in the corner. No, I haven't noticed that. Yeah, I should have consulted with you before I brought my happy light into the office. I'm sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I'm really sad about it that you didn't <laughs> consult me first on your happy light. Yeah. No, I dig it. It's cool. Yeah, it seems to be helping. I mean, my energy is kind of through the roof even more than normal. Um, but I'm still in placebo effect stage, so I'm sure it'll. I'll wear off here soon, and I'll go back to just being seasonally affected. Um, other than that, uh, Teller is my band. Uh, we're releasing our full length on uh, April 14th at the Connor Burn in Ballard. Sorry, it's not in Everett. We did our last record release in Everett. So if anyone wants to come, tickets are still available. And that's it. Good, Sorry for the plug. I need to buy a ticket. Yeah. Because I'm going. I'm, I'm excited for you guys. I know you've been working on the album a long time. A long time, yeah. So 28 years. Speaking of music things, um, <laughs> <laughs> was that a bad transition? No, it's good. Perfect. Seamless. <laughs> yes. Um, today on the show, we have another musical guest that we're really excited to have here. And I don't know if you guys have noticed, our last, what, four or five guests or so uh, have been music related because Fisherman's Music Village Festival is this weekend. And I'm really excited about it. Um, Fisherman's Music Village Festival. <laughs> Fisher- Isn't that what I said? Yeah, that is what you said. But I, it's Fisherman's Village Music Festival, which is not what you said. Oh, what did I say? Fisherman's Millet. Mu- <laughs> Fisherman's See how Music hard Village Festival. So it's Fisherman's Village Music Festival. Take it away. Sorry, I'm bad at pronouncing things sometimes. <laughs> but anyways, whatever that music festival is that's Summerary. happening in uh, Everett this weekend, um, it's happening this weekend, and I'm I'm excited. It's uh, it feels like Music Month in Everett these days. Yeah, it's been a fun string of podcasts having a bunch of musicians on the show. Yeah, it's uh fun stuff. So if you are not familiar with Live in Everett, you can learn more about everything we do over on our website, which is liveineverett.com. And one thing we do uh, every month is we do our monthly Evie Awards, where you guys help us crown the best in Everett. And for this month's Evie Awards, we're voting on Everett's best pizza. And you only have two days left to vote. So uh, if you're listening to this, when the podcast comes out, make sure you jump on it. Voting only goes through the end of March, and you can go do that now at liveineverett.com slash Evie. Yeah, so as Garrett had alluded, we have musicians on the show today. We have local folk band, uh, The Porters. Uh, The Porters are Richard, which I'm sure that everyone knows. Richard writes for Live in Everett. He's been in some of our videos, too. Um, And with him is his wife, Krista. Together they make beautiful folk music and have been part of the Everett's art scene for many years. We're so happy to have them on the show. Yeah, thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. So before we jump into things with the Porters, a real quick shout out to one of our awesome local sponsors, uh, Mazatlan Mexican Restaurant. Mazatlan has daily happy hours from 3 to 7 p.m. and 9 to close. 
They also have an awesome Sunday brunch and delicious uh, made-from-scratch margaritas that I highly recommend. Uh, They're right in downtown Everett. If you want to check them out, they're at 1325 Pacific Avenue. Or you can check out their website at www.themazatlanmex.com slash Everett. Awesome. So, yeah, thanks again for being here, you guys. Really appreciate it. And I know you guys brought your instruments. Do you want to kick things off with a little music? I'd love to. Yeah. Cool. What's it called again, Krista? Me, myself, and menthols. Me, myself, and menthols. <laughs> Hence the line, uh, I'll smoke a menthol while riding my bike. Yeah, uh, which <laughs> really is the best time to smoke menthols. Um, that or if you're playing craps at the Tulelo Casino. That's, <laughs> my, that's the time. Um, I love, uh, the first time I saw you play that song was a Black Lab gallery, and it totally stuck with me. I was thinking about it for days after I saw you. Um, the... The uh, I don't know if you would consider it to be the chorus or what you would call it technically, but the the I am myself line. I feel like 
man, I, I still think about it. You know, we live in such a curated reality of Instagram and Facebook and I feel like we're at an age where we're like trying to make something of ourselves. So it's good to remember and have that sort of mantra, like I'm just myself, you know, and that's yeah. good and that's special and all that stuff. So it's a beautiful song. Thank you. Yeah, that was great. Thanks so much. So um, why don't we start at the beginning and uh, what's your guys' background in Everett? How did you uh, end up here? Um, out of high school, I was offered a cross-country scholarship to Everett Community College. Nice. And so we wanted to live near the college, so we moved to the Bayside neighborhood, lived there for a few years, almost three years, and then we moved to Seattle had a vacation, Seattle vacation for <laughs> about two and a half years and then said, okay, we wanna buy a home, we wanna have a couple kids and we didn't think that was gonna be possible in Seattle so we moved back to Everett and it was like, just, it was like not even skipping a beat, you know? Yeah, just picked up where you left yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. Everett's yeah. good for that. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Lake Stevens. I'm um, from Monroe. Cool. So yeah. around the Puget Sound area. Mm-hmm. And then cool. what year did you guys move back to Everett? Um, 2013. Has it been five years? Uh, yeah. Right? End of 2012, beginning of 2013 around there. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So cool. how did you two start dating? Um, <clears throat> uh, this was before Tinder. My <laughs> <laughs> MySpace, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> Before Facebook. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> um, I was actually um, teaching, teaching English in South America. I was living in Chile doing humanitarian work. And Krista's sister, his boyfriend, I grew up with, and he recommended that we chat over MySpace. We were pen pals inter- internationally. And then I moved back, and we started hanging out, and that was the basis of our friendship so you're saying you had some more room on your top eight yeah <laughs> yeah i never had myspace really i was really How like you i don't have myspace well i was like really into like the pre myspace like dead journal i don't know if anybody remembers dead journal but i was really into that and then then i just got like kind of anti that stuff and then got sucked back into facebook when facebook came around but i totally missed and skipped myspace hmm. thankfully Krista, didn't, um didn't Richard write you like beautiful letters? I think you were telling me a story about how he would write you all the time. Yeah, I mean, um, when when he was living down in Santiago, I it was hard for me not to swoon over. I mean, we didn't even know each other, but I just thought he had such a way with words. And then um, when we were getting to know each other in person and um, starting to date, I would get a love letter on the regular, you know, and. Um, even recently, I woke up, I go out to the laundry room looking for socks or something, and there's a, a line of seven different love notes in the laundry room, one for each day of the, that week. <laughs> so, you know. Wow. What a guy. Yeah, yeah what a guy. <laughs> right. I'm going to take some tips from Richard. <laughs> I know, right? That's Richard is like going to end up with like 38 jobs because he's good at everything. And people are like, can you do this? Can you be my uh, a husband consultant for me? To, uh, <laughs> I'll pay you hourly to teach me how to uh, treat my wife well. I'll be a consultant. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so how do you start playing music together? 
Well, I played guitar. I played guitar since I was probably 16. I played drums since I was probably 14. Guitar since I was 16. And then one day in 2012, probably, Krista came home with a ukulele, and she's like, "This is an investment." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you talking about?" She's like, "I'm learning how to play this, and we're gonna make money." And she nice. just decided we're gonna become professional musicians, and she learned it in a couple weeks. Taught herself guitar in a couple weeks. Wow, has a, has a great ear. So um, that's I'm pretty. Jealous. That's pretty true, right? I mean. That's, that's pretty much how it went. Yeah, well, I, I remember in Seattle, we were kind of low on funds at the time. And I come, I just like randomly come home with like, you know, a new instrument. You know, I'm like, oh, I went down to trading musicians and spent 115 bucks on it. And you're like, what? I'm like, this is an investment, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and so I hear the music biz is super lucrative and easy to make a lot of money in. How's it going? <laughs> Uh, that's the cool part about gigging in, gigging in Everett. The shows seem to come to us. Yeah, that's, that's kind of cool. cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's rad. I can't believe you. So you taught yourself how to play the guitar in like two weeks. Yeah, I wasn't that's working crazy. at the time. I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but now I don't remember much of it, honestly, because I've just been sticking to the uke. So, but tell them about tell them about your musical background. That's pretty interesting. I mean, you had the ear for yeah, it. Yeah, had because... you already played music oh, sure. before that? Um, so. I come from a highly musical family, mm. and um, my dad's an elementary music school teacher. He was actually my elementary music school te- teacher, K through fifth. Oh, cool! And then um, I got involved in like competitive jazz choir, and in high school did like state choir. Invited to do that, and um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, just uh, yeah, my mom minored in music and gave me vocal lessons and. So, yeah. Very cool. So you were no stranger in music. Exactly. Yeah. The ability to sing is such a gift. I wish I could sing. I've tried, like literally tried, like Sarah and my band has tried to teach me. My wife's a pretty good singer and she's tried to teach me and everyone's like, you're tone deaf, man. You know, I just can never figure it out. So it's admirable. And you do have a beautiful voice. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, so you guys have two young children. Uh, what's it like with playing music and working and having young kids? Busy. Busy. Yeah. <laughs> you know that um, Jim Gaffigan comedian? Yeah. He's like, having having kids is like, or like, you know, when you when you have multiple children, it's like you're already drowning and then someone hands you a baby. <laughs> 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 so that's what it can feel like sometimes. Yeah. Last night we were practicing for fishermen's and our daughter was jumping from bed to bed with socks on her hands. So if you can focus during that, I mean, it's really good practice for being on the stage. <laughs> I have heard you say that at work when people ask you if they're distracting you, if they're talking close to your desk and you're like, no, man, I have two kids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Speaking of fishermen's, you guys are playing this weekend. Is it on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. Easter. Easter Sunday. Yeah. Where, where are you playing April at? April <laughs> that's right that, that is april Easter fools. Yeah, april it's so Fool. weird to have like easter on april fools yeah. um narrative narrative, narrative coffee, coffee 5 30 p.m 5 30 narrative mm-hmm. coffee 5 30 this sunday mm-hmm. awesome that's exciting yeah i can't wait to see you um what bands are you looking forward to seeing at fisherman's village music festival um i'm excited to see sunny smith from sunny in the sunsets that's like my one. I mean, the, it's one of my favorite bands, so that'll be cool coming up from LA. And nice. then uh, I know you're interested in 
Mount Erie, where well, we're going to go see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Caspar Baby Pants. I'm a huge yeah, baby, see... baby Pants fan now. <laughs> <laughs> since you've had kids, or have you since before you had kids? Since I've had kids, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he played at the Historic Everett Theater uh, last month or the month before. I went with some, some friends, Wade and Hillary. It was a good time. It's like toddlers moshing, and he plays Beatles songs. It's really fun. I saw Tim Noah. I think he played Fisherman's Village Music Festival a few years ago, didn't he? And he was rocking out, and he turned around with his guitar, and the head sock of his guitar just wailed this toddler right in the face and just <laughs> leveled the kid. Oh, and, no. Oops. And he just didn't even skip a beat. He just kept playing. He's used to it. And like one of the like tra- people from behind the stage had to come back and grab the kid. And I don't know what they did to the kid. They probably just paid him off out the back door or something. I was like, sorry about that kid. Get out of here. This never happened. Here's this an never ice cream. Happened. <laughs> and this is your guys's third year playing fisherman's yeah yeah awesome yeah cool so you guys have you guys been every year or just like the yeah. last three years okay yeah we've been, been to it every year or no no I, we've been I think the, the three three years did we go before that i can't remember i can't remember that's all right no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah any um like thoughts about the the festival in general like i feel like it's the biggest music festival in Everett. Like, mm-hmm. Do you guys enjoy it? Sorry, I don't know. I'm not asking <laughs> yeah, a very no, good question. Awesome. <laughs> Fisherman's is great. I I look forward to it. Um, it's one of the highlights of, of the year, really, as far as like music, social, whatever in Everett. You know. Yeah, it's adult yeah. summer camp. Yeah. <laughs> I think our best show that we played so far was last year at Fisherman's just like just like the the vibe the energy there at Black Lab it was packed and everybody was really cool everybody's excited to be there I don't know it's cool uh, what what do you you've been in Everett for a while and you've kind of dabbled in various arts Um, what's your take on uh, kind of the past present and future of the Everett art scene yeah, I I noticed there's so much more going on today than I can even like keep up with. Like mm-hmm. I see Facebook or I see events or I see flyers or I see really young bands who I've never seen before just like pop popping out of nowhere. It's cool. I think when we first moved back to Everett, it's like okay, you can count the bands on one hand maybe, but now I feel like there's so much going on that I don't even know what's there's some stuff I don't even know what's going on, which is exciting. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Good problem to have, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like a local art and music scene. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that would be weird going from Seattle, where there's like an abundance of things to do. Mm-hmm. Where, what neighborhood did you live in? Uh, we lived in Finney Ridge in Ravenna. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, and then moving back to Everett to sort of quote unquote settle down and start a family and stuff. And mm-hmm. now there's stuff to do. Yeah, and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't mind. So you came out with a single a couple weeks ago. Um, It's called Sunday Blues. Let's give it a listen. All of my besties have flown the coup Making me wonder, am I so Something I can muster What kind of hang-up 
has got me flustered Oh, what can I do With the Sunday blues In the spring there'll be better things Laughing birds and nectarines All of the good guys are laying low Suddenly scared to fight something they don't know Or is it something we're all a part of The collective conscious or cosmic stardust Oh, what can I do? With the Sunday blues In the spring there'll be better things Laughing birds and nectarines In the spring there'll be better things Children wedding rings Nice. That was awesome. Thanks. Thank you. I love that. I know I listened to it when it first came out. What, like, was that a couple weeks ago you guys released it? Something I think like so, that. yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. I dig that. Thanks. So do you have more music coming out soon? I hope so. Yeah. We recorded that one with Wade T. Oberlin and company at um, Shoreline Community College, and we have another, hopefully another recording sesh lined up. So Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And then do you have, are you going to put a record out? Uh, yeah. A CD, a tape, or something like that? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about um, recording with uh, Sonophone Records, Kyle, Kyle Ledford. Everett's record label. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to his new spot yet. Have you? Yeah, it's swanky. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Cool. Well, um, let's see. We're going to ask um, both of you a series of Everett-specific questions that we ask everyone who's on this show. Um, how do you think we should do this, Garrett? Should we alternate questions? Um, how are we doing on time? I, I think if, if you guys both want to speak to him uh, a little bit, um, or if, if, if uh, either of you want to refrain from any of them, that's fine too. Um, so let's jump in. So how have you guys seen Everett change since you've been here? It's gentrified quite a bit. When we were in Seattle, we came back, we couldn't believe the state of the houses was like, it was like, wait, that house used to be run down and that house used to be run down and there was a bunch that had been flipped. Mm-hmm. And then even now, just like on our street, you go down our street and it's like house after house either just just has been flipped or is in the process of being flipped and yeah i think there used to be that old joke like well at least everett's got free parking or lots lots of parking and that's not really the case on the weekends i've noticed i i like we'll go downtown on the weekends and circle circle the block looking for somewhere to park there's stuff going on people 
lined around the block at Funko, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will say I don't want to get too off off topic because I feel like there's a lot we could talk about with with this. But I am nervous because it's like I really want Everett to keep growing and getting better and improving. But at the same time, it's like I want it to maintain its affordability. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's like we have some friends that have been looking for an apartment now for months, and they have a reasonable budget, but they just they keep not getting it because there's just so many people out there looking that they're competing against and that's just for a rental let, let alone buying a house i mean it's uh it's just as bad so it's yeah yeah i think for sure we're starting to see that in the comment section on the blog too people are they're excited that ever's changing but there's some nervousness with that too mm-hmm. yeah absolutely because it's unknown yeah what do you think Everett's best kept secret is Well, it's a secret. <laughs> yeah, somebody I else said that. <laughs> TMI. That's what Adam. Sid from Sleepover Club said. I couldn't, I couldn't believe nobody had ever said that before, but you have to answer it, unfortunately. Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's Everett's best uh, public secret, maybe? <laughs> best secret that you're willing to share? Um, well, like when I lived in, when we lived in Seattle, I remember coming to Everett to drink because I, I still had friends here and be like, well, I can pay... At the time, it was outrageous to spend $8 on a cocktail. We were literally just talking about this, Garrett and I, before we started this show. Okay, yeah. That's, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. funny. So, so I think, like, Everett's best-kept secret as far as, like, now I'm giving it away, but I feel like as far as, like, Snohomish County, King County, that go, you know, it's like, man, just go to the Soundview and spend $3 on a double. The stiffest you know? drink you've ever had in your <laughs> yeah. whole entire life. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. The sound is a great secret. Yeah, uh, probably Pigeon Creek. I guess a lot of people know about that, but I like how you have to like walk, kind of walk for it, and it's back there. But when you get there, it's just beautiful, and you could go swimming. One time we hung out there for like we were sunbathing for two full hours before we realized we were next to a dead, bloated seal. Oh yeah, that was so weird. <laughs> I just remembered that. That's weird. <laughs> that's hilarious. It looked like a rock. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't smell like one after a while. <laughs> Whoopsies. Uh, do you think Everett is misunderstood? And if so, why? Yeah, definitely. I feel like I'm always sort of like pitching pitching the idea of living living in Everett because people just have a misconception. They, they don't get off the freeway and come downtown and actually see what it's about. They just have whatever preconceived stigma in their head i think maybe like the older generation too because they haven't been involved in the changes mm-hmm. and so they just remember Everett from 20 years ago yeah whereas now it's gotten so much safer and prettier and you know comfortable so yeah i'd just like to say older generation if you're listening direct all hate mail to uh krista porter sorry that's a really stupid joke so what does Everett need if anything well I think Everett could use a few more kid friendly activities and I'm saying that as somebody who has two kids there's there's Imagine Children's Museum there's the YMCA there's a library there's Funko actually that's pretty good but like I feel like more just like specifically kid kid-centric things where you can take your kids um, is good. There's a lot of young families in the city. I think there's mm-hmm. a need for that. Yeah. 
What's your greatest hope for Everett's future? Uh, it would be nice if um, the opioid epidemic wasn't as big of an issue as it is here. That's how I feel. Yeah, I think just uh, probably what any, again, I'm just, I think of everything through the, the, the sort of the filter of a parent, but just like a, a safe a safe community where kids can ride their bikes around and, yeah. and hang out, like walk down the street and feel safe with that, yeah. And as parents, do you feel, feel safe in Everett? For the most part. Um, yeah. It's just like, you know, it just kind of bums me out when I'm at work and then I have to clean up the parking lot and there's like needle caps and stuff, you know, and I'm like, this is my, the, the neighborhood that my children are growing up in. And it's not, it's not necessarily unsafe. It's just kind of unsavory, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Mm hmm. For sure. Yeah. Hopefully that stuff will keep getting better. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, there's definitely a lot of, a lot of the street level issues are yeah it's, it's it's a big problem and i know there's a lot of people working on it but it's super complex and mm -hmm. and it's yeah, not just it'll keep getting better unique to everett either right you know i feel like that's worth remembering and pointing out that it's like everett and every other decent sized city is dealing mm -hmm. with the opioid epidemic and it's super unfortunate and you know one thing that i'm proud of everett for is i feel like everett for the most part has had a good balance of toughness and compassion on the issue. Like I mm -hmm. feel like our elected officials are, are balanced with their views. Like they're tough on it and they want Everett to be a safe community, but they're also compassionate and realize that this isn't necessarily the life that addicts have chosen for themselves mm -hmm. and, and all of that. So on that note, let's uh, lighten things up and play a game. <laughs> <laughs> How about some fast favorites? You asked us these questions. I know. I, I don't know. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Honesty is, yeah, it's yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we play a game called the Fast Favorites. Um, we're gonna ask you five questions. We're gonna put sixty seconds on the clock, and um, let's alternate. We'll start with Richard, and then Krista, Richard, Krista, Richard. Um, and I'll watch the clock, and Garrett can ask the questions. I'm ready. Everyone All right, else Richard and Krista, you guys ready? Yep. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay, Richard, uh, favorite place to eat. Yeah, Family Feud. I'm a sister's cafe, uh, sister's restaurant type for breakfast, and, and Krista likes Kate's. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Krista, mm -hmm. favorite place to drink? At home. Uh, <laughs> nice. Richard, favorite place to watch the sunset? The sky track at the YMCA. Uh, Krista, favorite word to describe Everett? Mm. Ooh. Um, Ten seconds. Uh, you got plenty of time. Home. Oh, nice. Uh, Richard, favorite thing to do when you have free time? Uh, again, the YMCA. Nice. Hang out the Y. <laughs> it's fun to stay. Yeah. How'd they do? Yeah, that was like, I don't know, 30 seconds or something. You did great. <laughs> I like that you don't even have a clock. <laughs> You're just giving up. You're like, everybody can do it in 60 seconds. Yeah, I'm not even totally. going to time up. We did use the time. I, don't, I mean, if you're listening to this, <laughs> right. we don't actually use a stopwatch. Secrets out. <laughs> no, Tyler's keeping track. Um, you guys each get to pick one prize out oh. of this bag of mystery oh, nice. here. Okay, go ahead, Ricky. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, the bumper, sticker. bumper sticker. Yeah. 
for the guy that works for Living Everett. <laughs> and rides his bike everywhere. <laughs> Very practical. Oh, and a $25 gift card to Mazatlan. Yes. Nice. There you go. Bada bing. Awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks so much for being here with us today, both of you. <clears throat> Before we cut you loose, any asks of our audience or places people can find you or find your band on the internet? Yeah, do you want to plug our band camp? Uh, the Porter's Duo.bandcamp.com. You can find us on Facebook, it's The Porter's, as well. And we'll be at Narrative Coffee this Sunday. April 1st at 5.30, playing mellow acoustic hits in a coffee shop <laughs> setting. <laughs> nice. Hits. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, they are uh, all right. So thanks, everybody, for hanging out for the Live in Everett podcast. We would love to hear from you. Send us feedback, tips, or whatever you want. Drop us an email at podcast at liveineverett.com. And you can keep up with all the good things happening around Everett by subscribing to our free weekly newsletter, The Weekly Goodness, which goes out every single Monday and is packed full of upcoming events, our latest podcast and videos of the week, a recap of what's new on the blog, all that good stuff. You can subscribe to The Weekly Goodness for free over on the website, liveineverett.com slash subscribe. Thanks so much, Richard and Krista, for joining us today. Special thanks to Oliver L. Farmy for our theme music and to our producer, Henry J., which, by the way, Henry has a radio show called The Stereo Wire every Friday night at 8.30 p.m. on 90.7 KSER, uh, 90.7 FM KSER. I don't even know if there is a 90.7 AM. Okay, Henry's shaking his head. Uh, remember, good things happen in Everett because of you, so thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week. This is why we're Everett till the grave.